We've crammed a lifetime's research into bringing you the best possible radio station anywhere. So whether at work or on the run, tune in and enjoy. From coast to coast, the new worldwide leader in variety. Werewolf Radio. Alright you guys, it's Werewolf Radio, T-Magic, coming at you with a part two from Gus and Annie's place in Thousand Oaks, California. Getting weird, getting wild. First off, I'm going to apologize for the low recording. We had to use a DAT recorder to get the story. So you gotta do what you gotta do. We get into... The Nazis, the occult, witches, weird staircases in the middle of the woods, the Ketchberg UFO. I mean, let's get into it. We want to hear your weird paranormal story as well. W-H-E-R-E-W-O-L-F Radio. 777 at gmail.com. Hit us up. And without further ado, I'll give you part two with Gus, Annie, and T Magic. Let's get weird. So you were in Paris? In 2008, I was in Paris, went to, with a friend, and met up with another friend. From and he's telling me about Warsaw. Better yet, her visit to Paris in 2008. At the embassy. And um, so I'm there, you know, I travel back to Warsaw with her and stay with her. And we visit the various sites in Warsaw that had, you know, um, the, atrocities. the atrocities that happened during World War II. Right. And one of the places that we went to was this old, I guess, a jail where the Nazis kept uh, the prisoners, like the Polish army prisoners and so on. Oh, you can, you can bet there was a lot of torture going well, on. Well, so what happened was I go in there with my camera, my digital camera, my battery fully charged and I'm in there I think maybe take one picture inside and then it's, it's completely drained wow. completely drained while I was in there yeah. so and then spirit was trying to manifest yeah and so then after we I stepped out and I was able to take two more pictures but then it was completely drained again it like it just got sucked out so I ended up having to go get another battery for my camera because it was just done those people are trapped there yeah. They're trapped there for eternity because of the torture that they suffered. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people that feel that, that none of that ever happened. That, like, that's mind-boggling to me. I don't know. Yeah, they uh, were like, well, I guess they had scientists test the uh, gas chambers, and they were never used. I mean, this is what, yeah. this is all just hearsay. Because I have a friend that does, he thinks that it's all a sham, that, that all these, that, that, that never happened. Wow. Yeah. And so and somehow there's this there's this massive conspiracy uh, around yeah. Europe where there's these yeah. camps that are made. There's the American army went in and found these people. Then there's the Anne Frank house, right, where you know yeah. she was kept, and you can still go there and see all this stuff. Those people are in the worst kind of denial. Yeah, I mean, know? I don't, I, I just don't understand. But you know, I mean, I, I'm all about questioning everything. Yeah. you know what I mean. So I, you know, listen to his 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 side, without any argument or the best, you yeah. know. And, uh, you know, that's what he was saying. They all died of typhoid. That's right. what it, uh, he's like, even the guard, the Nazi guards, they, uh, they died of typhoid, too. So that's, that's it. There was, no, there was no torture or anything. And I'm all, Mengele, man. That guy yeah. blows my mind. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what did, he had an obsession with twins. Twins, right. And the stuff that happened with that and the two-headed dogs. And, I mean, just all the, the 
experimenting that he did on that, it. Well, Jews. that, that like, crossed over into the Japanese military, too. They were doing their, their, own, their own kind experiment. of experimentation based on his. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, in, uh, I, I've been to Dachau. Uh, and I've been to Treblinka, and and there's a feeling there that it just it's right. strange to be in those places. But you know, I mean, this is gonna sound fucked up on my part. I'm obsessed with Nazi occultism, like I'm just obsessed with everything that they did from uh, the time travel experiments right. to you know, and what they did to to humans is right. awful. Tesla, yeah, with Tesla, well. I wonder though. That's like, that's it, a whole different ball of wax. Is is your fascination with it though? I mean, can it be tied back to something like maybe a prior life or that maybe derives from? Because ever since I was a young girl, I mean, I think I read the rise and fall of the Third Reich. I think when I was still in elementary school, <laughs> wow. and it blew my mind is what was going on right. with that stuff. I've always been fascinated by World War II, what happened there. I've always felt an affinity for Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. You know, where does this come from? Because I don't have it in my background. My parents right, were not same. involved in World War II because they weren't part of this country. The countries they lived in were neutral. Right. So. Yeah, I don't. Uh, well, you know, Mussolini. So I mean, that Italian. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that didn't last. Too long. Yeah. Right. So that was, you know, that well, I mean, I think I time. think it is because it is so Doctor Frankenstein, and so you know, I mean. That's why I find it fascinating because it's like I have also have a thing for serial killers and like dark fucking bullshit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know whatever it is. It's not that I don't have any empathy or anything. Of course I do. It's just that like everything that the Nazis did, I thought they were actually real. I mean, they made NASA. I mean, all the I mean, Project Paperclip was, oh, yeah. you know, all the ref, refuge mad scientists of right. the Nazi regime brought the United States, and they got us on the moon. You know what I mean? It, well, oh, that's yeah, debatable, yeah. too. Yeah. But <laughs> well, the Third Reich lives on through our government. Oh, yeah. Well, if you go to Argentina, oh, yeah. that's where, I mean, they speak German. Yeah, yeah there's certain places. There, yeah, yeah, like, like the, German. I forget what the, the town well, they, is. Yeah, they still, they still, yeah. they still dress like them. Don't well, yeah, there's, there's little, yeah. there was an episode of Joe Rogan that this guy was on. I can't remember what his name was or whatever, but he was talking about. Oh, they did. The, he he was the guy that did uh, Finding Hitler. It was a, on the History Channel, and they went there, and there were like you know they found the relatives of you know all these sergeants and whatever of the SS. So the kids are there, and they're like they got things in pristine glass cases and everything. Like they are proud about their fucking SS heritage, you know. Like, and the one dude, I guess, because he's too he was too dark. The guy mm-hmm. that was on there, they wouldn't let him touch anything. Too swarthy. Yeah, he yeah. was. He wasn't even allowed to touch like the medals or anything that they had. Like they were like they would come up white gloves, bring it out, and like he'd go to touch it, and they'd uh, 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 not, uh, like they were like, Do not, not your brown hands. So, <laughs> la la cupracita, la cupracita is a meticulously recreated Swiss German village. Tourists come from across Argentina and farther afield to experience this bizarre vision of little Germany. Yeah, the German Argentines. Yeah, that, it's a know, trip. That kind of that kind of thinking to survive to this day, you know, thank God it's not in our country. Right. Well. Not, well, not, not blatantly not. like that. Yeah. But yeah, that curse still runs through the government. Right. Yeah. Because of Operation Paperclip. Yep. Apparently. Because those, they, those scientists that came over, those guys were fucking SS. Yeah. They were Nazi through and through. Yeah. And once they gained influence through the space program, they were able to infiltrate all the branches of government. Yeah. So, apparently the the (laughs) Germans started arriving in Argentina as early as 1871. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's way before. um, Yeah. Um, the German Argentines make up the fourth largest ethnic group in Argentina. So, so that, so that begs the question. Even at that, even during those times, was there this mindset of white power then? Superiority, superiority. racial superiority that ran through their country. Hmm. Good question. If it's 
Yeah. Well, then you also figure, right, so then they go to a country that was, right, populated, colonized by Spain and already had those demarcations set up between the Europeans and the natives, mm. right? So maybe the culture, you know, maybe the, the environment was similar in terms of the mountains, the weather, alpines, alpines yeah. things like that. Oh, the wow. Edelweiss. Edelweiss. Yeah. That little flower that yeah. they used to wear. Oh, that's yeah. right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah there's, uh, but there's like so much about it that has mysticism of it. Like, okay, mm-hmm. for instance, the Kecksburg UFO, which is an hour away from where I grew up in Pennsylvania. And I don't know that I've heard that. Yeah, it's, I go every time I, somebody comes to town, I'm like, let's go see the Kecksburg UFO. <laughs> you go to this place in Kecksburg where everything's the same address, where it is, the fire department, the gift shop. Everything's on like Waterman Road or something okay. like that. Like every so it's like that small. Everything's on one street. So they have this uh, prototype of the UFO, which is like a bell, and it lo- it's about as big as like a, I don't know, maybe a little bit smaller than a VW Bug, you know. So it's it's small, and mm-hmm. they have it, and you know, and it's got all this cryptid weird writing around the sides of it because this is all going on hearsay of this these kids that seen it this thing land in oh, 19. 19- it's either 59 or 56. So this is a recreation of it? Yeah, so they made a recreation on the basis of these these kids' testimony. And as soon as this thing landed, the U.S. Army came in and took it away. It was gone, like, right away. They took it, got a flatbed truck, it was gone. So there's always been the connection of the die Glock, which is the the bell that the Nazis were working on for time travel. So they think the Kecksburg UFO may be... The died lock, and uh, one, and I was driving this DJ chick. Her name was Kim something. I don't know some festival. And we were talking about this, and she's like, "Well, yeah." She's like, "That's what I think." She's like, "There's also the thing of like the alien grays, or, like how their faces or mm-hmm. look." She's like, "They." Th-, she's like, "I think they made the kids that were in Auschwitz pilot. They like use them as the monkeys for the the die lock." Huh. And that was like the time travel, like the warp speed, like pushed their faces. And I was like, wow, that's pretty crazy fucking, you know, okay, idea. So, but so here's another here. Because it is small. That's a yeah. change of subject. I huh. just want to interject this really quickly. Huh. So fast forward to the 1960s space program. Mm-hmm. What was the shape of our space capsule? It was kind of like a bell yeah. also. Right. Yeah. Ah. Direct. Direct. Yeah. Oh, you know, I never thought of that. But yeah, it looks like the bell as well. Yeah. They're like, this shit works. <laughs> this shit's sturdy. Yeah. It can go in space. Well, I mean, there's like the rumor of Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, the, that the Pink is, Floyd album? Well, no, the, the, actual, the actual Dark, dark side, side of the Moon <laughs> is a Nazi base uh, yeah. on the on the moon. Like, yeah. they, they already, that's how we, they're like, we've already been to the moon. Like, kind of the thing of like Project Paperclip. Huh. Like, you know. We'll we'll give you immunity if you give right. us your knowledge, and you know we're in the race against Russia, so you know. But then I, I wonder, like, is is it just that shape because that's the shape that makes the most sense? Maybe aerodynamically. Like, right, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, it could. I mean, arrows, right? That's the same kind of shape of an arrow. Here. Right. Right. So the aerodynamics of it, it could be, you know. But yeah, if you had a chance, look up the the. Kecksburg UFO. How's that spelled? Kecksburgs. I think K E C K. Yeah. 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 So that's that's a trip. And when you you go, it, what it is is like it's a VW uh, uh, bar. You know the veterans of uh-huh, foreign yeah. war kind of VFW. And uh, you know you had to buzz the thing, and they're like, "Who is it?" And you're like, "Oh, we're here as." tourist and they're like all right and they let you they buzz you in and it's just like this gloomy veteran bar and they're like, i'm like well you know where's the where's the gift shop you know and they're like it's in that closet over there <laughs> and you open it and it's like they don't even have shit laminated it's just like scotch tape like old oh, paper wow. on a poster board and it's kind of like bend down and it's brown <laughs> like okay. of all the that's, that's definitely strange looking. Yeah. Look at this, Daniel. 
Yeah, it looks like a beehive kind of thing, but they they think that that might be the bell. I I think that even showed up in the ancient uh, biblical tapestries. Oh, tapestries? Uh, Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. So So time travel. Yeah, or the space acorn, Texas Pittsburgh space acorn, or 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 the Nazis are hybrids. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. Who knows, man? I mean, there's just so many. I love the the whole what ifs and possibilities. It's just you know, even if things are just super fucking far out, like you know, Mm -hmm. like the chick that was saying that you know that use the kids from Auschwitz to pilot those things and they look like alien graves because of space. It's like, it's, could be, you know what I mean? Like, it's not too... Oh, everything's possible. Anything's possible. So I love that kind of stuff. But, you know, that's what I love about conspiracies. I love conspiracy theories. Love the shit. Like, you know, I hate that, you know, the whole QAnon thing came out. Like, I was on board for a second and then they said that Trump was their savior of everything and I was like, wait a minute, he's like the biggest cog in the wheel, man. Like, what are you talking about? So that like kind of gave conspiracies a damper, you know, like a, it was like, you know, it was like all of a sudden don't question things. You know, I feel like that the whole QAnon thing was a conspiracy within itself. Like there was just something that was put out there to make other people go, oh, you sound like one of those QAnons. You're crazy. You yeah, know what I mean? Disinformation, disinformation misinformation. You right. Know, it's, it's a, it's but it just like, you know, everybody that start, starts their conversation with, you know. Well, it, right. You, I'm afraid. You, I don't, I'm going to want anybody to think I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, I'm loud and proud about that shit. <laughs> like, I don't want to ever have a stigma to free thinking and questioning, you know. And, and I feel like that's what happened with that. And. You know, all the the uber left folks are just like, well, oh, you, just said, you know, they don't want they don't want you to free think. Right, right. Well, I mean, that's what I. That's why I feel like the whole QAnon thing was a conspiracy in itself to like make it it, it be taboo to, to, to question things because you're going to sound like one of these nut jobs over right. here, you know. And it's like, I well, I don't really think a lot of that. St- I mean, there's a lot of what is is the QAnon stuff. I do believe is is happening. You know, you know, the whole like there is a lot of things happening with children within a hierarchy and a lot of places. I do believe that. So that being said, whatever on that, that's a whole nother ball of wax. I Mm -hmm. could get into that and talk about that for a long time. But the fact that you can't like it's it's a faux pas to be like, well, what's in? Let's let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Like people don't want to be like, I'm not going to waste my time on something there's no proof of and i'm like well not a lot of conspiracies there's they're a conspiracy until they're not and that's like you know like the whole oh nazis being in the space program like there is epic amount of fucking proof of that that was a thing it's not a conspiracy that's a fucking fact yeah, it's, just like, it's just like bigfoot yeah oh what oh well, yeah wait <laughs> no you know all the all the theories surrounding uh I don't know. I don't know how if I want. I love. I have a tattoo of fucking Bigfoot. That's how much I love that motherfucker. But I don't know how much I believe. I just think I'm in. I romanticize the unknown so much that that's the the thing. But like, I don't know if I want to. I want to believe in Bigfoot. Well, when you think about there's, it 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 shows up in areas where there's still lots of woods and like kind of in a sense uncharted. Territory, you know, right? right? Be found. He doesn't want to be, uh, <laughs> you know, and who's to say it's a he? I think yeah, it could be a, a she too, right? Because obviously they they can't live forever, so they they exist out there, and they find each other. They've got their own little ways of staying hidden. Have you seen the the footage of their shelters? No, of uh, Sasquatch shelters that they found recently. What? Yeah. How do you know a Sasquatch shelter from a fucking maid shelter? <laughs> well, because these, there's groups of these clandestine, there's clandestine groups of people that are out actively tracking. Oh yeah, Bryce Johnson from Bigfoot, Bigfoot. Collectors Club. He's to, that's him. He has Finding Bigfoot or Expedition Bigfoot, I think. Is, I, is that what we saw? And I'm they're they're com- they're they're coming across these <coughs> bipedal. Or hominid yeah. made structures. 
that, you know. How do you know that, that that's hominid made? I mean, like other than. Well, it's it's not it's not human made. I don't know how I don't know how they know that, but yeah. they they yeah, find it. I don't know. Okay, well we'll have to look into you know, that. I'm yeah. I'm thoroughly interested how you can tell I mean, the difference. I guess they know. I mean, because they spend so much time out in the woods I, tracking this yeah. thing. That and and I think maybe it had something to do with that the the branches that made these shelters were broken rather than cut, and that in order to break it. Person had to be like I don't know really well, strong or well, big. Well, so they they do look like man-made structures okay. for shelter. Oh really? I definitely have to check this out. But you know, I mean, there's uh, so much strange stuff that happens out in the wilderness that it's it terrifies me as much as I love it. But like camping, I wouldn't go do it without a gun, without a doubt. Like yeah. there's like no way that I'm not packing heat going well, out this, in the woods. Yeah, or even like you know, there's serial killers. Yeah. Right, that, that we know have gone out and shot people in their tents, right? Yes. We, we've, we've heard those stories about, hey, you know, we're, we're on the beach and we saw this tent and these people were just, they were in there and they were killed. Yeah, just weird stuff. Like I listened to uh, this a podcast called Morbid, and these two girls in Boston do. And people bring, you know, their listener tales, so to speak. They uh, had this one... Uh, tale of this these this chick and her like burly husband go out to this spot to go uh, in the hot springs and they get there and there's these two girls in the hot spring and there's this weird older man across from them and they're walking towards him they're like these girls look terrified like they look weird and she's like had knew that they had to get in there and you know make friends somehow so he was being really weird and the like wouldn't move and let the the big husband you know come in and was just trying to be territorial and they just knew something was up. So he was yeah. being weird, blah blah blah. And then you know they're just making small talk, trying to get in touch, and they can just get the body language and they know something's up. So they split and they leave. And those chicks that were there, they're like, "Thank God you guys came. That guy came right before you did, and he was just being really weird. Like, you know, he came at like three o'clock in the morning when we got here at like one, and we were drinking whatever. And we woke up in the morning, and he was just staring at our tent, eating a hot dog, like corn on the cob. Ooh, that's <laughs> yeah, I thought it was so weird. So he's eating his hot dog, you know, and just staring at them and like saying stuff, and he would just." say like you know homophobic things like these chicks are dykes and like he just had really black bad energy you know so they got uh out of there or whatever and the chicks split whatever and they they took off they're just this is weird well fast forward to a couple weeks later they there was a woman that was sexually assaulted and blah 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 it turns out it was that guy he did it and they just the chick was having really bad guilt about like not calling the police about this guy or whatever they didn't want they thought maybe they were overreacting and she had like major guilt about not reporting it because he was you know like apparently he was a serial rapist in these in that area yeah so it's just like dude you're just going to the hot springs you know right trying to get some some good relaxing hot spring time and you got that guy but yeah, there's like all that stuff. But there's these other weird things that's been happening that I'm obsessed with is this guy named David Blytus. And he has this uh, series that was on TV for a minute and books. He's wrote a ton of stuff called uh, uh, 411. Mm-hmm. And it's all about like people, how many, there's insane amount of people that go missing from national state parks and there's no log or registry about it. Like they're like, well, that's, you know, they're missing, but like they don't keep like a log of people that go missing in, you know, Yellowstone and Yosemite and because it's astronomical, like how many people go missing. I have a a theory about that. Well, it gets, it gets weirder, you know, and he, uh, and he was, uh, uh, Bigfoot hunter, so to, for lack mm-hmm. of a better term, like he actually had degrees in like hominid and bipedal, blah blah blah, and was a cop, so he has this background and all this stuff. But what happens is the change in weather is eminent when there's a search party. Like every time somebody goes missing, it the weather changes immensely. Like it goes like downpouring rain or something, and usually when they find the, these people, that they're dead usually um they have they're like miles away from where they went missing and they don't have shoes and their feet are pristine 
there's like no way that you were walking barefoot from where you are to, to six here. miles up here in this brush without fucking your feet up. So it's just really weird wow. that they are just, it's like, there's such a weird, it's a phenomenon beyond, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's no way of proving anything. The only people they ever find that are alive are usually children or people with special needs. Like, because they can't uh, and they, and describe what's going on. Exactly. And one of the kids with special needs said a bear kept him. So it was like. Well, a bear could be a Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, that's what they're thinking. But I mean, there's just so much weird stuff. And then the other thing that I I am obsessed with, but I kind of feel like it's a bunch of bullshit, but I love it because it makes such a great story. And somebody needs to make a horror movie about it is the staircases in the middle of the woods. The what? Staircases. That would just be different kinds, like modern fucking staircase. Like just came off a fucking house. Staircase in the middle of the woods, miles from fucking nothing, oh. and it'll be like you know something from like the seventies, like carpeted steps or just Whoa. steps, and they just they, you know that uh, search teams when somebody goes missing, sometimes they run into this. I think it's probably bullshit, but it's really neat. But one of the things was one of the guys that were uh, that reported this was part of a search crew. And he said he's seen it, and they were like, oh, just don't even worry. Like, that that's like nothing. And they are like, what do you mean it's nothing? It's a fucking staircase in the middle of a fucking woods. Like, what are you talking about? And they're like, just don't pay attention. Don't talk, don't talk about it. Just don't, don't even, don't look, don't, don't get on it. Don't go on it. Boom. Oh, wow. And like, you know, let's just keep looking. Let's just keep looking over there. And they're just, dude's like, wait a minute. How do you not? They're like, we all went through what you're going through right now. Just don't. Just you don't want to go don't, there. Don't do it. Well, apparently one of them did, and then the fucking weather changed, and everything went, and they knew that he got on the staircase, and it was like, now we're not going to find him, because you got on the staircase. So that's like so the precursor like, to uh, an alien event, it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, something. Um, but, something. you know, it could be total bullshit, but I think it's a great story. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure I mean, it is bullshit. But. I mean, because that the, the change in the weather... Could be a disguise to hide the craft that they're coming in. Maybe. On, or the or the portal. Yeah. You know. Right. I'm in. Right. So you get on the stairs, but and so you think you're getting on like this regular staircase, but it's really the stairs going into the ship, maybe. Or a dimension. Yeah. I don't know. Like what was that movie, Stargate? Right. Yes. So yes. It's Stargate, kind of. It, it's the steps. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what I'm thinking. You know, if that was. Mm-hmm. If there's truth to it, but you know, it's good to have imagination, and I love hearing these things. And this—that's what I love about conspiracies or weird well, phenomenon. It just keeps your brain thinking. The like you know, it makes that, you know, people from all around the world can't be telling the same lie. Yeah. You know, I mean, because it spans, it spans <coughs> languages, cultures. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, but that's only been—I I don't think that it's happened anywhere else other than the U.S. Oh, you know, and case? yeah, and I, I mean, like, there's, uh, I well, mean, I think they do have their version of Bigfoot in Russia. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> but also, bear country. You know what I mean? I, a lot of times, I think people see bears on their hind legs because they walk bipedal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I think a lot of times it is just a bear, which is terrifying in itself. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know. I just I just can't get enough of like finding you know weird stories and crazy phenomena. I, I, I'm always I, I always want to hear it. I I'm sure it. we'll find the answer to those mysteries when we're. When I don't we think we will. I don't think a lot of that stuff's gonna be forever unexplained because a it's not true, or b they're never gonna let us know. I mean, like even if a a, a spaceship showed itself right now i'd still be like that's a hologram so we go into if I would all that. about that stuff but then gus tells us we have a story well he has a story and it's about moving into a witch's apartment and it gets pretty creepy as you'll see here in just a minute take it away gus Give us a story. Tell me that's not a happy kid. 
Alright, you're recording. Okay, so... What, what was the address there? Oh, I don't remember. It was just, it was on York Boulevard. It was on York Boulevard <coughs> in Glassell Park. It was, uh... Four unit... No, it was at West... Quadplex. West of, uh... Eagle Rock. Eagle Rock Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, right in back of Forest Lawn uh, Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, the so, Quadplex. Yeah, so it was, you know, it was, it was, you know, it was like a nice little, you know, uh, quad. Um, it didn't dawn on me at the time, anything was weird. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't. I don't know for some reason I wasn't paying attention to the windows. Mm-hmm. But uh, Maya came over to help us. Well, because the windows were painted black. The, the oh, windows, weird. Yeah. And and it didn't dawn on me why, because there were mirrors, a succession of three mirrors in the bathroom also. Okay. So Wait, the mirror the mirrors weren't painted black. No. No. no the, the person that that had the unit before us uh-huh. she was practicing some kind of uh, witchcraft. She was using the mirrors to um, conjure. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, we found that out afterwards when I was speaking to a neighbor. So when Maya had come over, because to help well, She was helping off. me scrape the black paint off the window. It still hadn't dawned on me why they were painted black for some reason. Really? I mean, I would have just, that would have been such a huge red flag for me. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, yeah, I, I, I don't know why. I would have definitely, would've definitely would have went with like tweaker, doesn't want the sunlight, mm-hmm. you know, kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. thing, but definitely some kind of bad mojo mm-hmm. to yeah. painting your windows black for yeah. sure. So make a long story short, but what did Maya tell you? Oh, you can't remember. She said something like, it's not to keep the light out, it's to keep something in. in yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, yeah, I, I uh, yeah. Now, who, now who's Maya? Oh, she's, a, she's a friend of mine. Um, I met her in 1989. 89 um, at Funland. 89, she's, folks, that's a long time ago. It really doesn't feel like it is, but it yeah. is. And uh, so punk rock chick hung out you know we were best friends for years and then she moved to new orleans in mm-hmm. 2000 mm-hmm. and yeah so. so like how did did she have a little inkling in the witchcraft stuff or i she, think so she yeah knew, she knew yeah. she knew I mean, most punk rock chicks in that mm-hmm. era definitely we all dabbled in like some kind of interest in that <laughs> stuff you know yeah. that goes without saying yeah kind of like you know Somebody had a Necronomicon somewhere. <laughs> so, you know, she's helping me scrape off black paint from the windows. And, yeah, I, you know, I was just clueless. Yeah. So what? For, what? for whatever reason. And then, to, to make things worse, what I do? I peel the mirrors off the wall in the bathroom. Okay. And she... Come to find out, she hadn't cleaned up her mess. What do you mean? Whatever came through the mirrors, the mirrors were not sealed before they were... Oh, okay. Like she were... didn't do like a ring of salt or any yeah. of that fun stuff. So no, all no that... No cleansing ritual. Yeah. No sealing ritual. Yeah. Nothing. So I was there prepping the place for paint. So I was staying, I was spending the night there. You know, I was working on it. So was this your place? Yeah. His place. Yeah. I wasn't living there at the time. Okay. Yeah. So I was, you know, I would work on the place during the day. Then, you know, I would sleep there at night. Mm-hmm. That's when I started getting visitors. Oh, okay. Because I was sleeping in the front room in my sleeping bag. Then all of a sudden, you know, I'm in the deep sleep. Then all of a sudden, I slowly start to wake up because I'm feeling like there's another presence in the room. All right. And there was. 
And there was. And? You know, you start hearing things. You start, you know, maybe noticing things out of the corner of your eyes. And yeah. you're thinking, you're double... You know, you're you're thinking, well, maybe I'm maybe it's because I'm just waking up, I'm seeing shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so you try to play it off. Okay, I'm going back to sleep. I'm beat. Yeah. You know. Okay, so you try to doze off, but you just can't shake that feeling of being watched. Yeah, that's yeah. Nobody can sleep in those conditions, man. Yeah, and you know, it's like the worst thing for me is when someone starts fucking with my toes. so now i can't sleep because i think someone's gonna start fucking with my feet yeah so now i'm wide awake and now i'm just going oh shit yeah you know so i'm laying there trying to go back to sleep but at the same time eyes are wide open because i'm anticipating yeah for something to you have the feeling yeah you got you know something's about that the so something's the, there. Yeah, so this this goes on way before, you know, goes on before Adriana moves in. Mm-hmm. And then after she moves in, that's when the bed starts shaking. The bed would shake. You're yeah. joking. No. no. It wasn't an earthquake. It wasn't an earthquake, no. no it's the bed would shake at times, the, yeah. The bed, the bed, they, they always know when you're going to sleep. Well, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, uh, having lucid dreaming, that's, that is when your sleep paralysis, all the, the bad things is, is lucid dreaming or, uh, like middle sleep state. Yeah. Like not when you're in a heavy sleep, you know, you're already asleep. It's right. like right that little. You're at that threshold. Right, yeah. and that's when. But we both things... felt like the bed shake type of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then. One night, I mean, one morning I woke up, I said, wow, I had this weird dream last night. I dreamt there was this, we were in here in this, in this, in the bed, but there was a little old lady sleeping in the bed between us. Oh, but, but wait, bef- oh. before that happened, before yeah. that happened, I started sleepwalking, which I've never done. That's weird. That, have you, yeah. I, that, I mean, I'm sure that was weird for you. I don't. I woke I up. I never noticed it. I woke I up. I woke up. In the in the middle of my sleepwalk because I've, I, I've had I kept a walking of... into a wall, oh. thinking it was a doorway. That's that's weird. Yeah, I've had a couple of ex girlfriends that do the sleepwalking thing, and it is really creepy. I I I never noticed. I guess I just slept through the whole thing. Well, I had one that was uh, a, a ate Xanax for a lot for panic attacks and mm. and all that, and put drink on them, and. That's never a good comment. Yeah. So she would sleepwalk, and it was another person. That was not yeah. somebody wow. I knew at all. Like, didn't sound the same. Nothing. Oh. Like, it's fucking creepy. And that happened to me twice. That oh. they, that the... That's weird. Yeah. Like, you know, they'll they'll start doing things, like, as if they're awake, and they don't have the same voice. Yeah. And I, I never wow. slept a while. And, oh, I couldn't go back to sleep. I was yeah, like, yeah. I want to leave. <laughs> like, I don't want to, you know, I care about you, but I kind of want to be like, peace. Yeah. I think at one time... Well, the one with the one that took pills and drank on, I didn't want to, I didn't want to leave because, you know, one time I've had to stop her from walking outside in her underwear. Like, you know, because she didn't, you know, and of course, then when I wake her up, I'd be like, what are you doing? She'd be awake and like, whatever, she'd get really embarrassed and, and mad. So those times mm-hmm. I would leave because I'm like, now you're pissed and I'm just going to go home. Yeah, yeah. it's like, hey. Right. I had but to there do was, it. there was other, and I had a roommate that did that once and she was like, she just walk in a zombie state with her head and she wore these nightgowns that were like old timey. So she looked really weird, yeah. like walking through the hallways. When I lived on Detroit <laughs> Street, this chick Rose. Oh. Yeah, all I remember the only thing I remember about that chick is she had a cool cat and her sister dated Gary Coleman, which was really weird. And, yeah, yeah, totally. And her, you know, her sister's a, a you know a big redhead, big like she was hefty. You know what I mean? And little Gary Coleman was her squeeze. That was that, yeah. So that's always was fun. here for the little guy. Yeah, maybe he ain't so little. Yeah, he bought her a set of tires. I remember that. I was like, "Oh, you got new tires?" Like, yeah, Gary got me some tires. It's cheaper than a ring. You know. All right. Cool. But yeah, that chick walked. That sleepwalking shit is fucking trippy. So go ahead. So I I I haven't done it ever since. Mm -hmm. I never did it up to that point, and I've never done it since. 
It was just in that place. But shortly after that, um, you had a dream? I had the dream of the old lady. Okay, so tell, tell them about the dream that you had, then I'll fill in. Okay, right, I did. I said that we, I had a dream, we were in the bed, and I said, oh, I felt like there was, I had a dream last night, and that there was this little old lady in the bed sleeping between us. And I just, and Daniel asked me, like, well, what did she look like? And I described her to him. Now turn to you. And so one night I was in the kitchen. This um, is before the dream, right? Yeah, before yeah, before, yeah, before you before you told me about mm -hmm. your dream. Okay. So I was in the kitchen doing something. Um, I used to have have the shelf full of uh, gourmet soda pop above the fridge. Mm -hmm. So I think I was probably going up there for you know for a soda pop because I we used to live down the street from Galco's mm -hmm. with all those really great old fashioned soda pops. I don't even remember this, but yeah. So anyhow, I'm in the kitchen rooting around like a fucking bear. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I, I see in my mind this little old lady hunched in my back like this, like this, like this. Okay, let me, stand let me show you. Just so for, for listener's sake, I'm standing and Gus is at yeah. my back. So I'm like this. Like oh, this. so she's curled, curled up and hiding behind you. Hiding, seeking shelter. Yeah. Like, safety. Yeah, she wants you to protect her. Yeah, because... Um, okay, so... Anyhow, she's seeking shelter in my back, and I see this in my mind. Yeah? I see her. I see her face. I see everything. Weirdly, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, your mind's eye. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And then, I didn't say anything to her. Mm -hmm. And then she told me her story. And I was like, well, this is what I saw the other night. Yeah. And his, my description of her was exactly, exactly the same. Exactly the same way. Same thing. And it was well, like... What would she look like? She look was a little old lady, little white old lady. Mm -hmm. She didn't wear glasses, but she was slight. You know, mm -hmm. uh -huh. she was very, she was old. Yeah. Um, so she's just your standard old white lady. I, yeah. I guess she was like yeah, frail, frail yeah. looking. Right. Yeah. Okay. And she was wearing like a black old fashioned dress. Okay. And she was like hunched in my back for safety and shelter. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I can get, the only thing I can guess what happened was because the other presences that I felt were more of the malevolent type. Okay. And she was a she didn't seem to me be malevolent because right. she was seeking yeah she was safety and yeah. shelter. Got it. So yeah, it's like weird. Yeah. And like from our place, like literally, you oh, stepped yeah. out onto the the front porch. You turn to lawn, your left. You, forest lawns right there. Yeah. Like yeah we cemetery. would see. Yeah, we would see people putting flowers. Or sometimes and getting interred. Yeah. yeah. They, you would sometimes you walk out your front door, look up the hill, and there's full on burial going on. Right, right. You know, it's like yeah. wow. So yeah. you know, it's no surprise that we were having visitors. Right, especially Couples. with somebody that's conjuring them. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And, you know. So what was when she took the when you took the mirrors off? Like what was behind there? Was there like any like any sludge? Is there any like no. you know, like any kind of like no. There, it was just a series of three mirrors that were lined up vertically. Right. Um, and then I, you had to, after that, I think you did some cleansing of the place. Didn't you do a cleansing there? I think, uh, yeah, I think I did. Yeah. yeah. You should always kind of do that in any new yeah. place. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't do that in the first place. Right. I, it's just... Every, it just never dawned on me. I can't, nothing dawned on you. Black oh, windows yeah. is like, <laughs> fucking, come on. I would have been like, no, let's not even look at so this then, place. Yeah. Well, I, I, I had a lot of crap in my mind. Yeah, yeah. totally. Mind. Totally. You were just like, I just need a place. I was just oblivious. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I just need a place. And then he was speaking to the neighbor, and he's then told you, like, oh, yeah, the one that lived there yeah. before. Yeah. And so he gave me the rundown on the previous tenant. Yeah. And she was a little strange by his by his uh, Accounts, standards, yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, she would uh, she would hole up in that place and do God knows what. Right. You know. Wow. When you start painting the windows black. Yeah. I think exactly. We were there for maybe a, and that about was, 
That was just she painted the windows just in in, in the bedroom. Just in the bedroom. Just in the bedroom. Well, there's like, you know, uh, when you read some of these books of, you know, rituals and stuff, I mean, there are things that, like, you know, you have to be on a northeast corner, like where you do a ritual and positioning and things like that definitely have play in it. And I feel like that making a solid black, a solid dark, like no sunlight mm-hmm. to do. But I mean, that would only be for something dark. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because every other magic, because we you know, like, we know people. We've all, like, looked into things. And, like, everything is love, light, you know, kind of. You want light. You don't ever want to do any kind of yeah. things that may bring spirits or something in, into, like, dark. Like, it's just. But, you know, hey. Yeah. People that practice this more than, you know, they might be like, this bitch don't know what she's talking about. If you know of something that's, like, you know. something. Yeah. I want to hear what kind Add to of the ritual. Yeah. What, uh, what ritual. Enlighten us. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we lasted there about six months. And yeah. then we moved to the house off of Barclay. Barclay. And on Barclay Avenue, which was adjacent to the L.A. River. Okay. I don't know if that has anything, any bearing right. on and on anything, but we did run into a mimic oh, in that yeah. house. What's a mimic? What do you mean? A mimic is a spirit that mimics the voice of a living person. Well, oh, it, okay. Yeah. All right. Did we hear it at my place in Glendale? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but we did at, at York. We heard yeah. it at York. Yeah. And so right. So Daniel has this nickname for me, right? It's called it's Duck. Mm-hmm. Right. So I heard him say Duck, and it's like what? He's like what? What? I didn't say anything. And then. And then we went to. She was in one part of the house, and Barclay. I was in one part of the house, and this was on Barclay. Same little kid voice, Duck. So I put my head out the bedroom. It's like. No one's there. So I called to her. She said, what? Then, you know, that's when I found out she was on the other side of the house. Yeah. You know? Well, I I had something weirdly might be, I would say a mimic maybe. I was a kid and nobody was home. And this is when we moved out of the projects and into our house on Croton. And we had HBO, and of course I'm going to watch the bad stuff on HBO. It's probably about 12, 13, and Porky's Revenge was on. So I'm by myself. I just had, you know, my latchkey kid dinner. My mom leaves a note. Put this in a microwave. You're fed. Whatever. So I'm, you know, just got done eating, and I'm laying on the couch. And at the beginning of Porky's Revenge, uh, there's the commencement of, you know, they're all graduating high school. So... There's the commencement song. Right. Well, I'm laying on the couch, and there's, you know, there's no wall or anything. It's like it just the couch separates my living room from the dining room in this small house that we have. And I hear someone, a, a little, a girl, well, I don't know if she's little, but a female voice behind the couch humming that. So I shut the power off on the TV, and for like a millisecond, it was like, Hoop! And it stopped. So, like, it was like, oh. I'm going caught. I jumped up and screamed hello so fast. Like, didn't know what to do. It scared the shit out of me. And all of a sudden, I heard, like, a like a noise of somebody moving down in our basement. Now, we all know. Don't go down the basement. Right. I'm like, I'm not going down the basement. But I had to look. So, I opened the door. And there's a shadow of a tall man standing in the basement. Mm. That was all I needed to see. I right. fucking took off. It's a dead of winter. Snow's, like, a foot high. And I run up to the street to our, my old babysitter, and she's like, where's your coat? What is going on? I was like, somebody's in the house, blah, blah, blah. My mom and my brother come home. That My brother grabs a bat, he opens the door, and he's like, come here. And it's like a shadow of my dad's jacket hanging. <sighs> so I was like, okay, but what about the girl? And they're like, we don't even want to hear anything from you. Like, stop it with the ghosts and the fucking... Right. Somebody's in the house and making me come home from work early, thinking somebody's here. This now they were pissed, you know. So, but, right. but I'll never forget that Porky's yeah. Revenge, that girl humming behind me. And my dad, when my mom would be gone for work for a while, my dad had this thing of like sleeping butt naked. So, but he always kept the door shut because, like, you know, gross. Uh, but like he came up and he, I came upstairs and he's all, "Did you put a blanket on me last night?" And I'm like, "No." 
not going in your room. I know you sleep naked. Weird. He's like, I know. I just started to ask. I just woke up and there was a blanket, like, neatly placed on me. He's like, I think there's a girl in this house. Couldn't stand And I was, I, I was all, I was all, I think so. And I told him my story. And like, my, my dad's the one that's like, you guys and your UFOs and your horror movies and your, your nuts, like, whatever. Touch base of reality kind of thing, you know. But he's like, I think there's a girl in this house. And I was like, well, that just saw, you know, yeah. that sold it for me. I right. was like, well, here's what happened to me. And he's like, really? Well, you're probably imagining things. Right. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't imagine the blanket. Yeah, no. Yeah. You know, he's like, well, that's a tangible thing. You know, like, you know. Here, cover your hairy ass. Yeah, pretty much. That's what she was like, ew. <laughs> cover this guy. So, so, uh, so, what do you, what do you... Is that, could be a mimic, I guess. I mean, they're humming the song, I mean... What about the tall... It's just a, it was just a... Yeah. No, it was my my dad's coat hanging on a coat rack. So the light hit it, it looked like, and I think there might have been a hat. Mm -hmm. I don't really remember details on that part, because that didn't scare me as much as the girls humming. But that was all I needed to, to see to yeah. go running up the street. But I think there was a hat, and so it looked like a man standing downstairs, mm-hmm. you know, which didn't make any sense with the little girl right. humming and then the thing, but it was just too much fucking chaos of, like, what the fuck's happening scared right. shit out of me, and I right. ran out of the house. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I can believe so, that. I mean, I think I think that was, you know, a mimic, and also, I think, young. Mm-hmm. That yeah. it, and like that's things kids do. Yeah, kids do. always mimic adults or things in general. Or or sometimes it's uh, a spirit that wants you to think it's a kid. Right. Oof. Yeah. Oof. A trickster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That deceit. That yeah. The deceit is really gave me chills. Oof. Yeah. Uh, you can never tell with those yeah. things, you know. Yeah, like that's why I don't like to. That's right. I think that's like why I don't really fuck around with it too much because it's stuff that I you can't really control. No, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's stuff that like I'm interested in fully. Like I'll never not be interested in occulty, weird, witchcrafty, ghosts and goblins and paranormals forever for the rest of my life. I'll definitely be like I'm into it. But no birds for me. No. No what? No, no boards. No, no Ouija uh, boards. No Ouija no. boards, for sure. No. Have you ever, have you ever in the past? Yeah. No. I have. When I was a kid, my mom was so pissed. Yeah. She was like, you did what? And I was like, well, we were playing with a Ouija board. She's like, don't you ever touch that again. Yeah. And I was like, well, what happened? She's like, well, I had a bad experience yeah. with it. You know, so my mom starts to tell me uh, about some stuff that happened with her, which was, she asked it something about her dad. And it said, like, only God needs to know that or some things like that. She didn't. And I was like, all right, well, that's not too bad. And then she kind of giggles. And I was like, what? And, she, and I talk about this in another episode. I was like, what? And she's like, well, I asked it what your dad thought of me. And I was like, well, yeah, what did it say? And she said, it said big tits. <laughs> <laughs> So that was, uh, that was, she was like, well, she's like, just don't play with those things. You don't know what you're doing with those. And you're talking to people and like your kids, you don't like, don't do it. But we kept doing it anyways. We kept fucking with it. And then I found out that's how the exorcist, that's like, that was the whole basis of that movie, which that movie scared me to to this day. I'm terrified of that movie. Yeah. Um, I I think there's never been a movie more scarier than that movie. And there never will be. Nothing will be as terrifying as that. I saw, um, think with my first real boyfriend um it was out in the i guess it was being played again so this would have been like maybe 81 82 and we went and saw it i was so scared on the way back home when we got to the house i'm like we, we need to keep the bible here yeah it just like i we need I, it scared me so much and i don't know if it's a matter of you're being brought up Roman Catholic mm-hmm. or something, right? Oh, definitely. But, yeah. it, it, there's you know, no doubt like, about it. Yes. I need to have a Bible there. And like even to this day, like in, in our room, you know, I've got, and I've had it since I was a little girl, uh, a little crucifix mm-hmm. and a little Rosary, statue of the, vir- of the uh, Virgin Mary. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and a Bible because mm-hmm. it's just like for protection. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, it's so, it's a trip is like, you know, if that stuff, 
if there was a, like something you're like there an exorcism to be needed, you're gonna call a Catholic priest. Yeah, you have to do that. And then I was I'm, I'm not calling Ghost Adventure. No, sorry, you not know. not not doing it. <laughs> so you're getting a Catholic priest or someone from the Catholic Church, and you know have them assess what what's happening. But here's the deal with that. Who would know more about evil than people that do evil? That's yeah. kind exactly. of how I feel about like. Catholics, Catholicism is dark. And I think that's why they're the ninjas of that stuff. They're the ghostbusters of it because they, you know, they've been been battling this shit for years Mm -hmm. because they, I'd say that half the time, they might let those demons out, like fucking around with shit. Well, it reminds me. And hypocrisy and everything else. Yeah, that's that's a big thing there. One of the other things we did, my mom told, told us to do this, um, she used to work at a, at a religious store that sold religious artifacts at mm-hmm. this time. And she got us a blessed, was it St. Christopher medals? Oh, that's for things you lost, right? It's who you call St. Christopher? Uh, it was one to protect like, your, your house. Okay. And uh, we I don't had, know if it's Christopher or some other saint. Some other, another saint, whichever one. But we had, she said you have to put one in each corner of the the house so at the front this corner this corner of the property of the property and then we had to bury something upside down in the yard i can't remember what it was but we had to that sounds satanic as fuck bury this upside down yeah. well, it was the irish catholic lady right um and working in a religious store somehow she told us we had to do something like that i just can't remember the burying part well i found out years ago that i was hexed Oh, this this is when we had we had already moved up to San Francisco, but the person that had the hex put on me was you know was when I when I was still single. Mm-hmm. So like this was I don't know maybe late eighties up until the mid nineties. Right. Um. So that that person came into my house. When I lived on uh, Griffith Park Boulevard, uh-huh. um, I still I still don't know to this mm-hmm. day who it was. I think I have an idea of. Uh, yeah, I'm like, what'd you do? <laughs> yeah. well, oh, we, real quick, it's Saint Benedict. Saint, that's what I was going to say. Benedict, Saint Benedict, and then you put a Saint Benedict medal in the ground as well as a protection against evil. Okay. So that's yeah. The the uh, Saint Benedict medal is buried on each of the four corners of the property. And then it is buried, let's see, what else I got here? Um, um, yeah, so I, I, I dated this person. Uh-huh. I knew it was a, a scorned woman, for sure. Yeah. Because that's who puts hacks on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I used to have a collection of crystals mm-hmm. that were set up in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, she misread them. What do you mean? Oh, she 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 thought that those were for hexing. So she did accidental hex. So anyhow, I used to keep those crystals around for you know to to keep the negativity right. away. Yeah. You know to add to manifest light. Yeah. Good and light. Right. She must take. She must took those crystals as me being, you know, a manipulator oh. through the crystals wow. to gain power. That's a weird way to look at that. Yeah. So anyhow, um, I mean, every time I mean, everybody has crystals in their house. I'm like, oh, you got crystals. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like so to this... like read into to that chick's yeah. loose. Probably so, what she was thinking, like projecting herself onto it. Right. So anyhow, years later, um, fast forward into the two thousands, mm-hmm. mid two thousands. Um. So things kind of came like to a, a climax with all that activity mm-hmm. and all the negativity that was. That had manifested itself within me. Okay. So, Dave Rottenberg. Yeah. 
Uh, he turned me on to uh, Dean Indiana, uh-huh. and she was a uh, she was you know she's practiced. All right. I told her what was going on, and she surmised that this person, this woman, right. had. Placed a hex hex on me because they thought that I was trying to hex them. When they so that's totally projecting, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody else's bullshit. So yeah, that so that uh, stayed with me for a few years. And great, uh, thanks, you loose cannon. (laughs) Yeah. So anyhow, uh, you know, I talked. uh, I talked to uh, Deanna a few times, and we. she gu- she guided me through a cleansing ritual, a banishment ritual. Oh, there you go. And uh, I was able. Everybody plays with them, but nobody closes them. Right. And that's where the bullshit starts to happen. Which we were a bunch of kids, yeah. and you of course we d- we didn't know any better. Yeah. So I feel like of course things w- got weird after that. I mean, I can't really put my finger on exactly. I just that place in general, just the energy of Newcastle, Pennsylvania, is dark and weird anyway but it got worse yeah i I mean it could i don't know i mean just felt like everything was like that anyways it didn't really really matter why would you make things up in your mind right or you know but i mean like it just i don't really remember just because things were always bad all the time anyways but the uh the 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 not closing the point you're you're supposed to do a ritual with a circle of salt and Mm -hmm. like so if you are gonna fuck around with a ouija board yeah remember that you, you know, remember that it, you know, they're like, well, it's made by Parker Brothers. I'm like, yeah, and because that's what everybody was into in the 40s and stuff, you know, like the, you know, the, or even younger in the 20s, like the whole like Houdini era, and they were doing seances. Yeah, this the whole and spiritualism right. movement. Right, like there was a whole occult thing that was, especially here in Los Angeles. I think it was like we were the mecca of that stuff. So, yeah, so that was where you know that became like a big thing like everybody's doing seances and you know doing this all this occult stuff so parker brothers was like oh well everybody's getting into this make money off it so they you know did it and so there it is and there's like you know who knows maybe that's why there's so much chaos in the world too many ouija boards open yeah not close thanks a lot parker brothers well you know it all you know the thoughts started with people yeah you know to explore that realm yeah for sure. Why don't you know what's on the other side? You know, it's a really cool series that I watch. I was listening to the podcast with, oh God, I want to call it Area 81, but I think it's, it's Artifact 81. And it's more or less this kid has to go and like refurbish these tapes that were in a fire. Oh, I I was watching that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it goes, it goes, and they're in New York. Yeah. And yeah, this yeah. is happening and it goes into so much crazy stuff it's really good i mean it, you know people are like oh i'm so bummed i'm making a part two and i'm like it's only made it's only made to be one season it's like a one and done like you know yeah. so it's 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 a trip i think there's like 13 episodes to mm. it so if you get a chance if you're like you know what are we gonna watch i would check it out just it starts off slow but by the second or third episode you're like this is good yeah, and you know some of the some of the theories that are presented. Yeah, I, I don't think they're that far fetched. No, uh, no, hmm. and there's a lot of the there's I think there's some some scrying stuff in there. I might just be making that up because we were talking about scrying. Anyways, getting to scrying, um, one of the things that people have been I've been reading in like some of the circles of uh, Instagram and stuff of magic, people who sleep with TV in their room. TV, mm. is, even when it's off, it's right. black. It's a reflection. Right. It's a total portal. Yeah. So like, and I always I fall asleep with the TV on, or there's a TV in my bedroom, and probably you know, and there's a giant mirror in front of our bed too. So I mean, there's like all kinds of portals in wow. Vanessa's house. But yeah. you know, that's the thing was when like obsidian dark black glass, mm-hmm. you know, and that was what they originally started using for scrying, was like going into a trance staring into this black glass which is your TV you know so interesting it's like, oh well where? Huh. so 
Just putting it out there, peeps. And that's wow. that for Werewolf Radio. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, there you have it, peoples. Scrying. Ouija boards. Close that shit up with some salt and a circle. Look into it. Move into a new house. Get that sage. Do some kind of ritual. I don't know what the fuck's been in there before you got there. I'd like to take a moment to give a shout out to Jade Stone and Love for that little intro music. Oh, I should say intro. Intermission music. And that track is called Come Home With Me. I do believe that was released in 1976 off of the album Mosaic Pieces of Stone. Yeah, let's get weird. So Jade Love. Sorry, Jade Stone and Love. Also, I'd like to thank Billy Norco for his Werewolf Radio commercials. Did a fabulous job on that. Got some T-Magic music in there, done by yours truly, T-Magic, Werewolf Radio intro, intro. I'd like to thank Gus and Annie for their awesome hospitality, their creepy stories, and their awesome homemade pecan treats. That's it for me. That's it for you. That's it for Werewolf Radio for this week. Until next time, stay weird. Ow!